With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Edmonton's home for breaking news on your favorite team. This is Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins on 630 Chad. Okay, the Hurricanes just scored, but L.A. still leads it 4-2 with about 16 and a half left in the third. Oh, kind of a weird uh, pinball goal off a rebound. Senators up 3-2 on the Canadians early in the third and start of the third period. Capitals lead the Blue Jackets 3-2. So the Kings leading that game, if they win... They would take over first place in the Pacific Division when it comes to points. They have played the most games. Uh, so just doing the math in my head, I think Seattle would still lead in points percentage. Um, but anyway, tight race, as you know, Oilers on the bye week. They play one week from tonight at Detroit. All right. Got a very special in-studio guest. He's joined us uh, on the phone probably three or four times over the last few years. Uh, I always enjoy visiting his store in in person i'm long overdue for a visit to wayne sports cards and collectibles it's wayne wagner checking in hey wayne how you doing well it's good to see you thanks for dropping by always a pleasure thank to you. take the time to because you you worked all day and now you're gonna come do radio oh i always enjoy talking cards that's <laughs> that never ends for us well that's good yeah you got to pick a profession especially one of yours you better like talking about the subject matter now just to give uh, i'll let you describe it here a lot of cards in the store there is some other stuff. What what other things can people find when they go in? Well, we try to make ourselves kind of a all-collectible destination. We carry Lego, a uh, very large selection of Lego. We carry gaming cards. We carry Pop Funko figures. Uh, we carry comics. Uh, there's, there's no lack of content, that's for sure. Those Funkos are... Because I went to the, um, the the Fan Expo in September, basically the Comic-Con that was in Edmonton, and it's, but it's more than just comics. There were so many Funko booths. Like, I, I couldn't believe how much Funko there is. It, it's amazing. Um, you know, pretty much any license they can get for that product, uh, and because of how popular it is, they get the license. And, and the values, the nice thing about it, it's a very low level of entry into it like most of them run you know 999 1099 1299 uh rares and and chase figures don't go for that much so it's a nice entry point for people to get into and some of the collections are massive like we've had customers come in show us some of their collections it's crazy like literally an entire wall piled from floor to ceiling uh you know eight feet tall 10 feet wide of just pop Funko figures. Yeah, that, that's incredible. Okay, well, we're going to focus on the uh, the sports card side of it, though people can really ask whatever. Do you want to just dive right in with some listener questions? Because that's what I was encouraging people to do. Fire All right. Uh, this one's a, a little bit of a longer one, but I, I, I think it's an important one to ask. And there, there's a, I feel like there's a lot in here that is going to help sort of a lot of people understand. So this person says, I didn't get a name on it, but this person says... 
when a person gets a card graded from PSA, is the charge to do so based on its value? I have a Gretzky rookie in great condition, but I worry about sending it, not just for it being swapped with a lesser grade one, but for it being held hostage because they require a huge amount to return it based on a percentage of its value due to a high grade. Uh, are there any shows happening where PSA will be attending this year to get it looked at in person? And this person is worried about sending it via, via mail. So let's start there. So PSA is the company in Texas? Cor uh, correct. No, PSA is in California. They're in California. Pardon me. Correct. So do they charge you to grade the card based on the value of the card? So I see we're not starting in the shallow end. We're going right. No, we're diving into the heavy ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, so grading, I could branch off into a thousand different areas and different lanes to discuss. To answer the question, yes, there is a charge to grade a card, uh, and there's different levels. So it depends on how fast you want to get the card back. And yes, there is a value basis. Now, I don't know the exact threshold because they have their different tiers. I believe it starts at $25, and I think that takes up to six months to get back. You can have an express done and I think those are $150 per card and that I think that guarantees a week or two week delivery and again these are I'm not 100% on the on the time so I encourage people to go to the site and look it up yep um, well and those will change anyway the, yeah. exactly it changes almost weekly monthly uh, and I know it's changed quite a few times since COVID uh, you know COVID happened um, but yes there is a charge for value as well now again I don't know that plateau but there is a charge for the card, and then there is a value charge after that. And a Gretzky rookie, depending on the value, we all saw, or most anybody who was kind of paying attention, we saw Gretzky PSA 10 sell for $3.75 million. Uh, be rest assured that that card was charged the $150 and a value fee to grade that card. Right. Okay. So, but, but this person is worried about it being swapped out or... I mean, PSA wouldn't still be going if they operated that way. Correct. And and reputation will speak for itself. The company has been going for how many years now? Uh, and and they are not going to jeopardize, I don't care how valuable the card is, they will not jeopardize their company's brand and their name for one card. Okay. So, good answer for that person's question. And it, it, if they have a, a rookie Gretzky in great condition... Yeah, get it graded. <laughs> I, I actually encur I encourage any grade. Um, with Gretzky rookies, uh, because there's so many people looking for the card, uh, and it doesn't matter what value, what grade, there's so many people looking that I encourage anybody, almost in any grade, to get that Gretzky rookie graded. Uh, even ones uh, go for, I, I'm going to, again, just off the top of my head, go for about $1,000 for a one. Really? Yeah. Okay, so how bad condition is a one out of ten? Uh, take the card, put it in your hand, crumple it up, and fold it back out, and that's a one. So, so that bad and somebody could get a thousand bucks for it if, if there's a buyer i mean that's always the big if as we you and i have discussed but <laughs> there's always a buyer gretzky rookies are almost an instant sale uh i'd be very shocked if any store around the city including myself would turn down a gretzky rookie if the price was right really absolutely do you have any right now sold out they're sold out sold out <laughs> how many do you think are out there that is a great question. I don't know if anybody really has the number for that because that was back in the 70s. Yeah. And a lot of the cards, I'm sure Tops or Opeachy at the time would have a print run that they could probably share. I don't know if that number has ever been shared. Now, fortunate with grading, we're able to start to see some numbers materialize. Right. Obviously, we're starting to see these numbers increase and say, okay, well, if there's, and I'm just using a hypothetical number, there's 1,400 graded at this and there's 1,100 graded at this, we can start to see the numbers uh, to give us kind of a approximation of, uh, of where we're at in terms of how many are out there. All right. But 
and this is the thing I didn't know about till I got talking to you. I think when I was when I visited in the summer, I didn't even know about PSA. But yes, you have to pay to get your cards graded, and it's PSA. And what's the other one, or is PSA the big one right now? PSA and Beckett are the two big companies. Beckett, correct. So you mail them the card, and they send it back to you in a sealed slab, and then it never comes out of that. Correct. And it has the permanent, no, I don't know if it's permanent, but it has that verification, um, like it's not a sticker, what's it called, tab, something like that. Yeah, it's a piece of paper that inscribed and exactly tells you what it is. PSA grades it um, just on a basis. Very few halves. Most of the times it's a six or a seven or eight or a nine. Once in a while you'll see a half grade, but they generally stick it on, you know, just the, the principles, seven, eights, and nines, and tens. Beckett does the half grade, so you'll see a lot of seven, seven and a half, eight, eight and a half. Okay. Uh, Beckett does break it down into its categories. So they have four categories which tell you where the flaws are on your card. And those, what would those be? So that's corners, okay. that's edges, okay. that's surface, and edging. Okay. Yep. So, and, and they got to be cut in the middle, like it has to be centered? Centering, I'm sorry. Centering. Centering, you got it. Okay. And now I understand, though, for the newer cards, that's no longer an issue. It is an issue. Oh, it still is an issue. Oh, absolutely. So if I, okay, who's a popular, probably Mike Trout's rookie card, yep. who's, you know, current, but he's been in the league a while. Yep. So I could, ha I could have a Mike Trout rookie card, and if it's slightly off-center, they would be able to detect that, even by millimeters, I assume? Correct. And that, that would devalue it by X percent. Correct. My God. Yep. So there's no, so and we hear it all the time when, when we get calls at the shop, and this happens on a daily basis and numerous times a day, the calls come in and the call is, I've got these cards and they're in mint shape. They came straight out of a pack and I know they're 100% mint. Coming out of a pack does not mean the card is in mint shape. Wow. I bet you some frustrated people listening right now <laughs> hearing that. What do you mean? I just opened it. How could it be already be worth less? <laughs> uh, Marina writes in, I recently inherited a binder full of hockey cards. I bet you you've heard that before, first Lots. of all. Probably from the 80s to the late 90s. I have no idea if they are worth anything. Could you please ask the collectibles king, that's what she's dubbing you, if he thinks I should get them checked out? So, yes, I encourage anybody who has a collectible, and it doesn't matter what it is, whether it's cards or comics or even Pop Funkos, we'll get into anything, Lego, it doesn't matter. Always get the information. It's best you're informed in what you have rather than making a mistake and selling something you may regret in terms of value and everything else. Uh, but, yeah, you, you definitely... Doesn't matter what it is, and even, and I hate using the term junk wax, I'm going to use it again, <laughs> but even the 90s stuff, you still want to know exactly what you have. Now, most stores will be able to tell you as you walk in, you show them the stuff, and you say, look, that's the 90s stuff, yes, that is from the junk wax there, and there isn't much value there. Having said that, even that junk wax stuff, to get a Yager rookie, or a Broder rookie, or any of those guys like Matt Sundin, and Owen Nolan, and Jeremy Roenick, to get to own those rookie cards, you still have to have 1990 cards. I'm not saying they're valuable, they're not valueless, but somewhere in between, people still want to own those cards. Still today, we sell Fedorov, Burry, and Yager rookies in the store from 1990 because people who are just starting collecting now want that Yager oh. rookie who's still playing at 50 years old and they want that card, so they buy the 1990 Yager rookie. But 
what's the comparison to the Gretzky rookie? Not even close. Okay, a, a right. Yeah, a Yager Upper Deck rookie will run $5, where we just discussed a Gretzky one will run you $1,000. <laughs> Jeez, okay. Uh, we're getting a lot of good questions coming in. 780-496-0063. You can also call and talk to Wayne if you want. The Hurricanes just scored again, so they're within a goal of the Kings at 4-3. It's Inside Sports on 630, Chad. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins is brought to you by James H. Brown & Associates, Alberta Injury Lawyers, the heavy hitters of injury law. Had Trent Brown from James H. Brown on the show a couple of weeks ago. He's always great. Former double E safety. We'll be uh, welcoming him on the show as we uh, move along as well. We have Wayne Wagner from Wayne Sports Cards and Collectibles in studio. The Carolina just tie it? Well, how about that? 4-4 now. It was 4-1. So maybe they'll do the Oilers a bit of a favor here. Uh, all right. Here's a question from the text line. Is my signed by McDavid first home game as an Oiler ticket stub worth very much so this listener says they have a Connor mcdavid signed ticket stub from his first home game in the nhl so yeah definitely it is worth something um the important thing with that again i will flip it back to the grading companies uh anything like that you want to get certified uh either psa dna or there's spence there's a couple of companies that do the dna testing and no signatures they can verify that autograph and slab it up for you verifying that that is an actual autograph and and extreme importance to that uh, i don't know how far we want to get into that topic but for resale of that item it is of extreme importance to have that done but yes there definitely is value on that ticket stub uh from my knowledge and it's not my area of expertise but from my knowledge on ticket stubs any key game uh especially older tickets if you have any like 1950s 1960 game stubs that you've hung on to good for you uh those have value but any special game if you know gretzky scoring 50 and 39 uh, you know, things like that that you've got stubs of, those are definitely worth money. Something autographed by Connor McDavid or Wayne Gretzky or anything like that absolutely has some value. All right. And just quickly here, uh, Richard in Red Deer says, I've lived three blocks from the Centrium for 13 years. Never remember traffic like this at 6.15 on a Tuesday night, the Bedard effect. Speaking of a guy's cards who might be valuable <laughs> in a few years, we'll be, we'll be asking about him in four or five years. Absolutely. Okay, let's go to the Certainty Hotline. We have Wayne to ask Wayne a question. Go ahead, Wayne. Okay, I have a Bobby Hall card. Uh, I would say a grade between three and five. It's signed by Bobby uh, Hall. Uh, how would I get that verified? As you just mentioned, something about that uh, in the sense that uh, um, uh, how does it devalue the card if it's a decent card or does it enhance the card with a, a verification of the signature? So great, great question. And, and that's one we actually get on a very regular basis. Um, so yeah, normally uh, in circumstances when you have an autograph, uh, a player autograph, a card, it does devalue the card. Now, devalue not in terms necessarily of full value, but devalues it in terms of its 
collectible nature. The true definition of a card is no ink, no pens, no stains, no bends, no creases in order to give it its full value. Once you put ink to a card, you've now defaced that card from its original shape. No different than licking a stamp, um, putting some tape on a comic book. You've defaced the value of that item. Now, having said that, when you do get this certification done, like the PSA DNA testing, like I've mentioned, that will help you with that card. Uh, you know, especially a rare card like that. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, Bobby Hall has passed away, and there will no, will no longer be cards autographed by him except for stuff that's out there. Um, that is something that definitely I would recommend getting done because it would have value, and especially a card like that that you're mentioning. And you did say Bobby Hall rookie, correct? Not sure. I can't remember the year on that, uh, but it's it's a uh, his uh, it's a headshot, him kind of looking to the the to the left a little bit, and it's a uh, it's a he's more cheeky in this shot. So I don't know if that's the rookie, but still, it would be a card you definitely want to. Uh, so I would. Uh, Go online, check out the websites that uh, do the D PSA DNA testing, check out what, they, uh, what they're going to charge you, but definitely with something uh, that I would, uh, would definitely do. So with Bobby Hall's passing, will there now be a greater demand for his cards? Always is. So then the cost will go up or the... Value will go up. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and it's it's always sad to say because you uh, <laughs> you never want to see something like that. But it's the nature of the game. Uh, we've seen it so often. You know, Gordy Howe is a great example, and I often use this when people come in and ask me that question: Does the value of my card go up, or or my memorabilia go up when a player passes? Gordy Howe autographed jerseys for years were selling for $699, $799 signed. Um, he passed away. They right away went up to $1,000. Now they're easily $1,500 to $2,000. Really? Yeah. So there could be something similar with Bobby Holden. Absolutely. Amazing. Okay. Uh, well, we, I will try to read as many of your questions on the text line as possible, and you're welcome to call 780-496-0063. This one is just a comment. Adam says, please thank Wayne for me. In the mid-90s, on my small allowance every single week, Wayne always treated me with respect and helped me assemble pretty much every single card of Kelly Bookberger, my favorite player. Helped shape my childhood and taught me to show everyone with respect. I don't know if you remember Adam specifically, but you hooked him up with some Bookberger cards. That's awesome. That is awesome 780-496-0063 it is wayne wagner from wayne's sports cards and collectibles we're taking your questions about the hobby your cards the value of your cards all that fun stuff it's inside sports on chat